pyramid. <laughs> Today's guest is an artist and a musician who hails from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and has since made their way to Los Angeles, California. Using the past few years, he found his sound that consists of a mixture of pop, alternative, hip-hop, and some rock and roll. The man, the myth, the legend, one of my best friends in the world, an absolutely killer guitar player, Hilton. Welcome. Thank you. Of course. So... We we did this um, a little bit ago, and we're redoing it because now we got video, and you can all see his beautiful face. Um, that was a real deal. Now it's Lover a real boy deal. got the glow up. Now we're on it. Now okay. we're on it. So this season is about at what point you were willing to to fully bet on yourself and fully bet on your art. And knowing you better than a lot of the people I have on this podcast, because, you know, you're a good friend and we work together. I don't know many people that have the dedication that you have. You are, uh, if you don't know something, you're going to learn it. You're going to figure it out. You're not only going to figure it out once, you're going to sit there until you have it down. Perfect. Where did that come from? How'd you, how'd you get that, that worth work ethic? That's a tough question. Um, honestly, probably my dad. The first thing that came to mind, like he's always just been, been that kind of guy. Like not, like not too hard on us, but definitely would like say it how it is and like admit when something's. Like he definitely never had the parent blinders on, you know. <laughs> and so, if it wasn't good enough, like he would kind of let you know and in an encouraging way to keep working at it until it was there and he would let you know when it was there as well also a lot of the artists i looked up to um like when i was real young like guys like bruce springsteen um like prince like these guys were like real perfectionists and like everyone who was around them was like expected to be that certain level and like they would be in the studio until shit was perfect and like that's just kind of what it was like they would never put something out if it wasn't that way yeah um so I think that was kind of the inspiration on that. But I've been trying to like hold back on the perfectionist side. I mean, it's it's good, but it, there's a certain point where it's like you can o- overwork it and totally. just kind of you got to let go a little bit. Um, and I think there's yeah. a, there's a balance there that I'm trying to find. Totally. And I think with stuff like that, you have to know what the extreme can look like. Yeah. Um, and you have to know what it looks like to get something so perfect that that you don't care where you are and you can play it. And you can play it spot on. You don't have to think. But there's also a point in which, like you were saying, the balance is so necessary because you you want to be perfect, but you also, art isn't necessarily perfect. Mm. Um, at least most of the time. I, I, I don't really know who can say what is perfect and what isn't. But a lot of the times, the happy accidents are, I mean, what makes a song. And right. we know that. From and sometimes that's together. what makes it like perfect to me. Like my yeah. favorite songs, like, I come around and listen to them a 25th or 200th time mm-hmm. for those little little hidden gems in yeah. there, you know, that weren't, for sure, weren't intentional. And, like, without that, then it's like you might as well just have the robots make it. When you're really good at that, too, you, uh, you're, you're really good at keeping things documented when you need to remember it. A lot of people, they know there was a part of the song that they wanted to fix, but they couldn't tell you what part it was. You can tell me the exact second. So we're not wasting time. When we go, we go and we start every session 
you know, that, that are the second or third session when we're cleaning up and finishing songs and you come in and you say, Hey, before we start one 30 and you give me the times and 10 minutes later, all those things that you wanted fixed, the exact things are done. And I think that's a super important part too, is you treat your, you treat this as a business and, and you do things in a way where there's not missteps and that allows for more creative time and more room for, for fucking around and figuring out what you want to do outside of the, the little, the little pieces that need to be fixed. Yeah. So you grew up in Grand Rapids, then you made your way to Chicago. Yeah. We went to Columbia for a little bit. And then from there you came to LA. Yeah. There's a little, there's a little time in Atlanta after that, actually. In Atlanta? And then back to Grand Rapids and then to LA. You're a, you're a busy man. Bounce around a bit. So what, uh, what was it like coming to LA for the first time? Was that something that you wanted to do forever? Was that part of the dream? Um, I'd always envisioned either LA or Nashville, mm-hmm. um, which ironically enough, like the kind of music I was doing when I came to LA probably would have done better in Nashville if I would have like understood all that. Totally. But now that I've like been out here and just kind of like the people I've been around and it's really evolved into a sound that would be much more appreciated out here, I think. Yeah. Um, and so. you, you kind of went through the motions, you figured out how to succeed and how, what, what doesn't work with your old project and kind of right. use that as your blueprint. Yeah. And once you were ready, you moved over to this new project, which now you can, you can kind of start from a place that's, that's many steps forward yeah. with the knowledge. True. Yeah. And like, with the Hilton project for people that don't know um that's like that's my middle name and I I started this I go about a year ago uh well a little over a year now and yeah it's definitely it's cool to be able to to start a project with it not being your first project and like learn from the first time around and like just how you want to specifically go about everything from the beginning with the new project um but it also like wasn't really that intentional. Like it was just, it wasn't like, oh, I need to start fresh. Like I'm going to just start doing completely new music. Like it was such a gradual thing. Honestly, around the time I met you, like, you know, maybe that was part of it is like, you're just such a free spirit and creatively we had that, that kind of chemistry where we could just make whatever we felt like. And it just started to become this other thing, like, like with the, the sound, the production, the, even the songwriting, but just something new. And I kind of it acknowledged that and said, like, this doesn't really sound like Joe Jenneman. Like, this doesn't sound like the old singer-songwriter kind of stuff. It was, it was something a little new, a little fresh, like had, you know, more like rock and hip-hop elements. So who Hilton are you, was born, yeah. Who were you into growing up that kind of gave you, like, the mixture of the rock and the hip-hop and this, this like, alternative sort of flair to both of them? I, th- I think you know the first one I'm going to say, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Who we just yeah. listened to their new song and it's oh yeah, Poster killer. Child. It's so, so good. Sick. So you like Red Hot Chili Peppers? In what what was it that kind of drew you into them? What 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 part of their sound? I mean, probably just the fact that it was completely its own thing. Mm. Like that's why they've stayed relevant. Is because yeah. they were never trying to fit into a box or like follow down a certain lane. Yeah, the um, mold didn't matter. Right, and like. You know, you could say the same about someone like Kanye West and it's just like, like those, they're so different, but they, 
are just different from anything else and like it's timeless like people will always be interested in their music so they're never following anything else yeah i guess they don't really fit a category that can be in or out right at least to an extent and they're both really good at also kind of using whatever's happening at those times yeah and kind of putting them in into reality in a way where it's it fits their brand and it fits what they do yeah without being the pop formula right like they're evolving but they're staying true yeah which takes some balls. I mean, we but. just listened to their new song and they have what, like three and a half verses? Like it's it's so it's like a five minute, twenty five, second five song, minute, something it, like that. Which is so ridiculous right now. Yet we watched the whole the whole video. We sat there and we were in awe the whole time at watching these old dudes fucking kill it. Yeah. Which I guess at the end of the day, if we could be doing this until we're that age and still loving it the whole time. Yeah. I mean, what what else is success than than doing what you love forever? Yeah. So, when you came out to LA, what were some of the the, the lessons that you learned pretty quickly that you would expect somebody to learn coming out to LA? Oh man, I mean, it's everything. Like it, it turns your world just right on its head. Like like everyone thinks they're this shit wherever they come from. Yeah. You're the big fish in their their pond, and then they just get thrown into the ocean, and no one gives a shit about you. It doesn't matter if you're great. No one cares. Everyone's great. You really got to make a name for yourself yeah. out here. Outside of, in your hometown, you can be the best at your instrument. That's mm. not a chance out here. You don't have no, that No, you're not going to be the best. You got you to gotta just honestly just outwork. And I mean, you also have to be great. Like, you just have to work at your craft. You have to work harder to get it heard, and then you have to prove yourself over and over. Kind of it's a lot, man. Like you know, a lot of people don't last out here for very long because it's just like it, it's just a fucking grind. Why did you last? Because I didn't have shit else to do or anywhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that though. Like this is this is sort of it. Yeah. Like there's. And I understand that because this is it for me. I don't have anything else that I need as badly as this. Yeah. Is the podcast and my music. And you have that same sort of thing. I think that's part of what we connected on so so quickly too was mm -hmm. just like there's a lot of people you meet who have plan Bs. Mm -hmm. We've never had plan Bs. No. There's no plan B to be had. We're this it's either this or we die trying. Yeah. Well, and I yeah, I definitely just a little side note on that, like I respect the shit out of you for that because you have like I've seen you in spots where like you didn't really you were like between places to stay you know for a while like you didn't have a studio we were recording in my tiny little apartment yeah. and like we made great shit and through all of that like you were the same person Thank you know you. like a lot of people are watching this podcast and they're just seeing you as this guy who interviews all these like huge artists and like you know like almost like a becoming a celebrity status but like i've known you through all of it and like it's easy to be happy once you're in that position but you were always that great vibe like no matter what was going on you never let it interfere with the music or like the people around you Thank and you. i really appreciate that i respect the shit out of you for that man well and likewise because there's not many people that can go people bitch when they have to work a day job yeah. they don't realize that the day job is when you think about how hard you're going to work when you get off. You know, like that's a that's a big thing. Uh, I, I, 
my girlfriend Elle and I were in a band and we worked with this guy named Slim who was pretty successful, super freaking talented. And the thing that he told me is... is some shady? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, he, uh, he told us that you work a day job until you have no more time to. And he goes, don't, don't wait for the day to come. You'll, you'll know. Like there, you, there's going to be one day where you understand that I'm going to quit today and it's the last job I'm going to work. But until you're at that point, have something that, that is so brutal to go to sometimes and so brutal to get up and know that you're not doing what you love, that when you do get off your shift, the ideas won't stop. And you, there's nothing to stop you because you know what the alternative is. Right. Alternative. And so many people are given opportunities where they don't know what the alternative mm-hmm. is. And therefore, it's a lot easier to let go and be lenient on opportunities. Right. You you grind. I mean, you literally will be like, yeah, like, uh, just got back from a mixing session, got to go to work, and then I got um, a meeting for my branding right after. Like, who the fuck does that? Mm. That shit's not easy. I mean, you really have to have have a need for something that other people can't grasp. You Do you have a musical family? Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. Like, definitely... Definitely, like, huge music fans, you know, above anything else. Um, like, my sister loves music. She listens to more music than, like, she has more liked songs on Spotify. Like, I've never seen such a big yeah. number. Um, you know, she's my main A&R. Like, she she knows if something's a, a great song or not. Um, she's a Like, way ahead of the curve. Um, yeah, my mom, like, definitely, she's, you know, a great person. Always inspired me. Um, always encouraged in music and been my biggest fan. You know, she kind of loves everything, so totally. probably not my number one A and R because she loves it all. Like but that. yeah, for sure, she's just like encouraging. She understands where I'm coming from. Um, and your dad always, gave the work the, ethic, the work ethic, and also was the first person to put a guitar in my hands. Mm. Um, thank you for that, Joe's yeah, dad. Thank you, Dad. The world needed <laughs> that. Um, I think all those pieces come together to make something that's super, super important. Um, my, my dad was super similar in the sense of he was the, he's the sweetest dude in the world. He's the funniest guy in the world, but you don't half-ass something. Mm. And that was something that he taught me from the beginning is you do it once and you do it right the first time. If it takes longer to do it right, you take longer. You do whatever it takes to make sure whatever job you're doing, you put every fucking bit of your energy into that. And I think that's super necessary. You have to realize that out here, jobs don't get done in a day. Mm-mm. This is this is a long haul. It's thing. a marathon, yeah. And there's pieces that you have to be willing to to do separately and in all these different little puzzle pieces that eventually culminate into the full picture. But if you're looking for the p- full picture the whole time, you're only going to see these little pieces, you know. You got to you got to kind of put your blinders on sometime and just keep going mm-hmm. and going and going. And I think that's something that people forget out here is that this shit doesn't happen in a day. It might not happen in a year. It might not happen in five years. Yeah. But if you can give yourself that extra year where you're going to give up, that's when it comes out. Right. That's when you find it. And then everything you've learned along the way will kind of all come together. Yeah. And and you start figuring out who you want to surround yourself with, which is huge. Yeah. You know, like, I grew up with some of the greatest friends in the world, but nobody who played music. I didn't have any inspirations outside of my uncle, who's a phenomenal drummer. And my dad is, he can name every song from, you know, the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s and sing you every word. But nobody that I could sit down and play music with. Then you come out here and you realize there's not many people that you can't sit down and play music with. 
Yeah. It's like, it's just a different game and surrounding yourself with the people that are going to get you to work the hardest and learn the most and be the worst in the room until you're the best and then find another room, you know, like all that, it, it changes things. And starting to work with you was big for me because I got to see what real work ethic is like, like, like no bullshit fun and games as long as the fucking work gets done, but, but hard fucking work nonstop. And that's, I think really where you shine more than anything is you're a phenomenal guitar player, phenomenal singer, phenomenal songwriter, but I don't think any of that would be possible without the work ethic. That's really where it all comes in. So what's next? What's, where do you see yourself in the next year as far as growth on the Hilton project? Um, I mean, a year from now, I want to be on tour. Like that's just been my goal for so long. Um, and you know, I've just waited to do that until I can do it right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I want to do it. I want to do it big. I want to play, like, festivals and stuff. Like, that's just been my dream. Like, every time I, I picture the future and, like, where I really want to be is on stage. Yeah. Like, in front of a bunch of people. Like, sun's out. And people are singing along. People are vibing. Where do you stand as far as signing? As far as is how you feel on major label signings? And if you'd rather do it with a label backing you or with you know, like doing it independently with your own team? Um, I don't know. I guess we'll just kind of see where that one goes, to yeah. be honest. Keep, I, keep I try not open. to think too far into the future like that, but, you know. Totally. When it's the right time with that stuff, I feel like you know. I guess, yeah, I guess opportunities are, they happen and you can't really think about them until it's time to sign the pen. Right. Yeah. Um, or use the pen to sign. Yeah. So what kind of tips would you give somebody who, is where you were at maybe before you moved and you were sitting in your house in, in Michigan and you really, you knew this is what you wanted to do, but you had no, no ideas of how to do it. Um, I'd say first, be sure. Be very, very sure. Because it, a lot of people look at it and they say, or maybe more like people on the outside mm-hmm. who don't do music, um, are like, oh, he just wanted to do this because like he didn't he didn't want to have to get a job or like he took the easy way. It's like no, like it would have been way fucking easier to just like go to a four year like a lot of my friends like go to college and you know do business and I'm good enough for the people. Like I feel like I could have yeah. managed and not not to downplay. I mean that's all hard work as well, but like different music is like there's just you are your own business. Yeah. And you, you're starting your own business with no experience and there's no real how-to. You just got to figure it out and no one's really going to help you that much along the way, like little bits and pieces. And you just really got to figure it out. It's going to take a long time. And if you're down for all that, then just jump in as quickly as you can. Go to a place like LA or Nashville and just do it. Just start. Because it's going to take a while. And like the longer you, you know, like you can't be afraid to jump in if you're going to really do it. But also like really know you, you want you're, you're ready. Yeah. I so, was maybe a little contradicting, but. No, I mean, <laughs> if you guys are sitting at your house right now and you're deciding what's next for you and you're at a point when you're, you're really trying to figure out what you want to spend your life doing. And if you can't get up in the morning without 
thinking about music, without thinking about whatever your art is. You know, it's not, this is not just for music. This is a very similar blueprint for all the arts. You just, mm. you got to fucking need it more than everybody else. And then you got to work harder than everybody else. Mm. If you're there and you think it's time, somewhere like LA, like New York, like Nashville, even like Austin and a couple of these other places where you can be surrounded with people that are working harder than you understood that people work, that's the place to be. LA is not the best place in the world because all the musicians are here. Mm -hmm. It's not the best place in the world because all the A&Rs are here, all the labels. It's the best place in the world because anywhere that you're, you're, you can find rooms where you're not the best person and you can see what hard work looks on a level that's higher than what you can do, that's the room to be in. Yeah. Those are the people who you can see how they're doing it and not only how they work hard, but how they're able to, to sustain themselves and their health and their friendships and their love and their all these things that that are also necessary right so just fucking when you're ready you'll fucking know it go just go yeah there's nothing else you could do outside of starting and learn as much as you can and really dive in mm -hmm. dude i love you love you to death you have been one of the the lights of me moving to la and not, not only have you been one of my closest friends for, you know, the past three years, but but this is this ain't going anywhere. I love you to death. I'm so excited for people to get to see all the things that you're about to get because it's deserved and, and you work for it and you deserve it and you work so hard. So I'm ready. I'm ready for you for you to blow the fuck up. Everybody go check out Hilton. He's going to be coming out with new music all year. He's got songs out right now. They're unreal. And soon you'll be soon you'll be able to see him in uh in, in festivals and on stage, pretty damn soon. That's and he's right. got my sunglasses on. <laughs> oh yeah, custom lover boy shades. Very much Official so prescription. Merch. He can't see shit. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Dude, I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Love you too, dog. And to everybody listening, I'm Hilton, and this is an experiment. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Experience is the experiment.